0: Good evening everyone, welcome to Wednesday Night Live, here with the boys from On The Road Radio, except at the moment we're missing Yogi and Mike, so I'm sure they're going to be along shortly. Uh, tonight we've got a bit of a show for you, we've got uh, Karen Woods coming in to talk to us about uh, some rest areas and some conversations that have been going on in the Western Sydney area, uh, a few things he's been to. And we've got Mitch Sterling, who's going to talk to us a little bit about some uh, health and well-being whilst out on the road. So, um, I might get out another song, and um, I'm hoping that Jaeger will be back in by then. But, um, yeah, we've got a few other things that may be on the agenda tonight. Maybe about a Victorian Premier that may have uh, stepped down. I'm sure there'll be some interesting commentary on uh, what's going on around that. We saw on the news this morning some people cheering and people booing. And, yeah, not sure what to think of that being here in New South Wales. But uh, we'll be right... um, Welcome back everybody. I've got uh, Karen Woods who is a board member on the National Road Freighters Association. He's been off to a few meetings around uh, Sydney to do with rest areas and things of late and um, I must say making a bit of an impression. Um, so welcome to the show Karen. G'day mate, how are you going? Oh mate, I'm, I'm fantastic. Yourself?
1: Mate, ah, uh, living the dream, living the dream. Where else would you be? That's
0: right. Looking out, looking out the window, eh? Wow,
1: well, mate, it's better than watching reruns on TV. Mm, so they eh? say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So you've been, uh, you've been fairly active in this space at the moment, particularly in Port Botany. But you, you've also had um, some experiences of late around some. Um, meetings with rest areas in the western sydney area.
1: Yeah, yeah, I um I got given a bit of a bit of a nudge um and it was suggested that I should go to these meetings. Um so I sort of took the hint and uh yeah, went into the big meeting last Friday in sydney. Yeah. Um up at uh, in car in, well, it was it Elizabeth Street? Right up on the ninth floor with the uh, with the Minister for Roads, mm-hmm. Mr. John Graham, and his entourage of um, of people from the uh, Transport for New South Wales.
2: Yeah,
1: and it was a uh, it was dubbed the Round Table Conference.
0: Round table. We've had a lot of round tables, eh?
1: i, I like, say, yeah, I, can, I can't work it out because we were sitting in a square. Like, is that something? Is that a transport joke or what? Right, I know. Um, <laughs> <And just acceptable.
0: laughs> now, John Graham yeah. came to our conference in um, yep. in Wagga, and we all went out for dinner with him and had a great. And I, I found him to be quite engaging, and he did promise that if they're elected, that they would listen. Um. What's your thoughts on that,
1: mate? Well, that was exactly the way he come across at this meeting. He opened the he opened the roundtable discussion, um, as you as you do being the minister. Um, and uh, look, he um, that's the way he come across, you know. Like, hey, the premier and myself, we promised this, and by God, we're going to do this. Um, we want to help. The transport industry with the the problems we've got with with um, rest areas um, and just the ability to get into rest areas mm-hmm. and you know what we want to listen to what you guys are all about um, he he admitted we don't have all the answers you guys have got the answers mm-hmm. um, and he was all up for discussions he said, you know like, everything's in place uh, there is yeah, there is land available that they could possibly use, mm. um, and look, the funding's there, and look, this could be a perfect storm. Good, um, you know. So he was he was very interested in in listening to what we had to say. That was the whole idea of the of the day.
0: Mm. Do, do you think they are now starting to understand the importance of this? Um, that that the the Freight task is growing and and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Not only that we don't have enough rest areas, but the ones we do have are being utilised by the wrong people. Um, as we all know, I think at Eastern Creek, they've been towing vehicles out of there recently. Is that the case?
1: Well, I don't know whether Eastern Creek, but I know they've done it in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but, and that's what I... Look, I, I got up, I sort of listened, sat back and listened. Uh, there were two of us there from National Road Roaders. Um I sat back and listened, and then I thought, nah, look, I've got to get up and have a say. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, look, the day before the meeting, on the Thursday, I travelled from, um, from Melbourne up to Sydney uh, to be there. Um, and, look, the whole time I was on the road... I was on the phone, uh, talking to as many long distance truck drivers that I could find, yeah. um, and that I knew. And I sort—I just said the same thing. Look, I'm going to this meeting. Uh, you know who I am. You know what I'm about. Um, what do you want me to say to them? You know, have you got anything that you want—you really want to get off your chest? What do you want them to say, or what do you want me to say? What do you want me to take to the table? And. Um, and that's what I did. I just got up and said, look, fellas, um, introduced and said, look, this is, I have no prepared notes. I have, don't have a laptop in front of me. I don't have a phone. I'm not reading from a script. This is coming straight from the heart and straight off the cuff. So look out, here it comes. Uh, and sort of people sort of looked up and went, oh, what, what's this guy going to do? Um... And I just, yeah, straight from the heart and said, look, I'm passionate about the industry, I always have been. Um, and look, this, this information gives you less than 20, So it's not irrelevant or it's out of, out of, this is what long distance truck drivers from all over the industry, not just those in the operational one of the tanker divisions, um, mm. uh, are, are saying. And and they're sort of looking and going, yeah, and, 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 and I said, look, the number one top answer, uh, the survey says, 99% is that they're all concerned that we don't get access to the, the rest areas because they're being utilised by, as you said, um, other parts of industry using them as depots.
0: Mm. So... Um, we had a little discussion here just before we went um, went live about um, you know about whether the, the, we build the rest areas in, in the Western Sydney areas or, or you know whatever capital city do we build them and see how they go or do we need to legislate about how they're used um, before that.
1: Yeah, well, look, I, I spoke to guys even today. I've I've been down in Melbourne poking around fuel terminals and and hanging out in Melbourne and speaking to a couple of blokes and uh, just off the cuff, and um, and they've said the same thing, mate. The day you build them, that night when the sun goes down, they'll be full, um, because blokes will go, you beauty, give us an inch, we'll take a mile. Um, so it's chicken and the egg. What comes first you know do we build them and they will come or do we get the legislation right do we get the um, give the local councils um, state governments authorities um, and even the the owners you know like most of these places by the sound of it uh, the government will be the landlord however they'll be There'll be uh, private enterprise will be invited to go into them to supply the, the services. Um, but you've got to be able to give the, the overall manager of the facility um, and local councils and state authorities um, the power to control them. Because if they don't, it'll just be a free for all. Yeah.
0: Well, if you if you were going to um, tender for, uh, you know, a, a um, commercial business in that area, then mm. you, you're going to want a bit of a reassurance that it's not just a parking spot for people to leave their equipment overnight every day of the week, because those people aren't going to spend any money. No. At, at those. Um, at those sites if, if they're just going to leave their truck there and go home. So that is, is that something that has to come into legislation first or is a site yeah. or is or can it just be a site rule?
1: Look, I think it's been tried in numerous places. Um, there was a place I was at today in Melbourne where they've got big signs of, you know, tollway area and all this stuff. But really when it comes down to when it comes down to the law, will it stand up in court? Probably not. Mm. Um, you know, putting a sign up, does it work? Eh, look, will, and again, will it stand up in court? Probably not. You can put a million signs up, but whether it actually stands up or not. That's a um, story, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so that's where we've got to have the legislation in place to make sure it does stand up. Mm. Um, you know, there was a uh, quite famous American president, You know that always use always use democracy uh, diplomacy and speak softly, Mm. but but carry a big stick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, in other words, look, fellas, we'll give you a fair warning. You know, if you're if you're outstaying your welcome, um, or you're not really behaving in the way that we expect. But yeah, be prepared. You've been you've been noted, mm. and if if it continues, well, you will be towed out or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um. You know. So um, when we, t- I mean, this is a a common conversation within the industry about you know whether the, the access can be there for people with local trucks, but there, there's another part of that story is. Um, where, where do these people park if they can't park there? So we've also we've got to be remembering we can't always just push the problem out somewhere else. So you know, it's, is it part of the legislation that in building rest areas for long distance vehicles or say over a certain length or or whatever, that in part of part of these areas they do need to to build something for that? Or do we just look at it as is? that's their problem they need to sort out?
1: Yeah, look, um, I've always, anyone that's ever known me has always known that I, I, I use the saying all the time, it's not what we do, it's how we do it. And you've got to know the reason why. So we really need to, we've got to look at, yep, we understand, we, we all see the problem, but we've got to understand how it gets to that stage and where it comes from. And and again, yeah, simply going back to, you know, you look at the the issues, you look at, you know, look, I remember as a kid, my old man was a tanker driver and he used to park his bitumen tanker across the road from home. And there was never an issue, never an issue. But I think if he tried to do that nowadays, I... Don't I'd say the council ranger would be there fairly quickly, um, you know, and he'd be he'd be hunted out of town, um, you know, or he would be forced to. Oh, I'm not bring I can't bring the truck. home son mate. I've got to take the truck to the depot, and I've got to park it at the depot. I'm not allowed to bring the truck home. Um, and nowadays you just can't do that in these modern suburbs. They're so tight together. The roads are so small, and because everyone's trying to get there they're bang out of their buck.
3: Um,
1: And look, parking doesn't pay.
3: Um,
1: We know that. Even in the industrial areas now, you know, there's Sydney landers, and I said to these these guys that I was speaking to at the meeting, I said, look, I understand that land is precious in Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane and, oh, for God's sake, even Adelaide. Um, You know, and look, When people buy this land to build their mega warehouse or whatever, they want to use every inch of that land um, to its maximum. And sorry, even employee car parks don't pay.
0: Well, I've I've noticed in a few industrial areas now, particularly today I was driving around the spot, and and only in the U. But actually, found it difficult getting out of some intersections because the visibility from cars yep. and small trucks parked in the street—they um, yep. leave the streets extremely narrow—and yep. and visibility coming in and out is is not there. And I'm sure they're parked um, a lot closer to the corner than what the law actually uh, permits. So. Again, there's no-one enforcing that either, and that's on a public street.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and as I said, that, you know, look, the days where as interstaters, we'd rock in and we'd park opposite the gate and you'd sort of go to bed and wait to hear the gate rattle in the morning yeah. and then go in and unload, whatever. Um, look, you just can't do that anymore um, because there's that many um, businesses are now running 24 hours a day. And that means that the, the, there's employees' car, cars parked on the street, there's other trucks, there's local trucks parked there, there's tippers, there's everything parked using, trying to use all that space. And then we rock up in the middle of the night and go, God, what have I got myself into? Um, you know, where the hell am I going to park this B-double? And that's, look, that's the issue. That's one of the issues that I've seen. Um, again, with guys using the rest areas as as parking. Mate, they're getting there at say four, five, six o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Dropping the truck off and then getting the car and, and go home. Mm-hmm. They don't realise that the interstaters are coming in or the long distance guys are coming in very late at night. They're coming in at you know, eleven, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And they wonder why, when they come in the morning to pick their truck up, why there's a line of, of interstaters parked two foot off the fog line on the on-ramp. Or mm. um, well, why they can't because we, their
0: vehicle out of where they left it, because
1: they're boxed in they've, they've Somehow they've just managed to get boxed in, yeah. Mm. Um, and they're not going to go and knock on the door. <laughs> um, look, yeah, look, we can laugh about it, but look, there's... We've got to understand understand the problems and then we've got to look at how we're going to fix it, you know, and just, look, um, one of the other things that that I brought up at the meeting and told these guys straight, look, if we can build an area that can take 50 trucks to try and alleviate some of the problems, well, let's get 50 trucks in there. Let's not have 25 because we've put an island in every third truck and planted palm trees and put manicured lawns in. Um, I actually rattled off a list that I'd actually been given by other truck drivers. saying, so, mate, we don't want manicured lawns. We don't want children's play areas. Um, we don't want um, palm trees and sheltered barbecues. Um, but, but the, one thing of the thing that
0: yeah, some of the problem with the trees is that they're right when they plant them, but then you get get to um you know down the track in in some areas where they've planted them way too close or in in na- little nature strips between yeah. truck bays that it, it inadvertently it just reduces a two two truck bay down to one because you can't park next to it yeah
1: blake comes in yeah bloke comes in with a four point six bloody torque on it. And can't get anywhere near that tree because he'll, um, you know. So look again. Let's let's look at the basics. Let's not tart the place up and make it look. And spend a million dollars on stuff that's really not necessary. Let's get let's get value for our buck. Um, you know, let's look at the basics, and then they were sort of talking about, well, what do you want? And we we all agree. We need we need bins. We need toilets. Mm. Um you know there was a bit of a move to say oh showers would be lovely mm. um and but how do you do that how do you the logistics to put in showers could be interesting
0: yeah i've i've seen some that have worked quite well in some small places around queensland you know in, in the smaller towns where they've built a, a toilet and shower block Um, and they seem quite low maintenance. um, Yep. But a lot of that comes down to the respect of all the individuals that are using them that, you know, you try to leave it at at least in the same condition as when you walked into it. Um, I think a lot of truck stops, you know, we're, we're leaving your own mops and everything out, and people seem to respect that, whether that happens in a public place um, would be a different story. You would hope that it could, but um, we have all been taught a different lesson there in, in, and that's why the question's always asked. Yeah. You know, how do they cope with that? But if it's a basic shower, you know, a little bit of lukewarm water, it's probably better than nothing.
1: Oh, look, if we could do it, it'd be great, mm. you know. Um, and how, how the, the logistics of it all, how they do it, yeah, that, that could be quite interesting you know if you're the first guy in there it'd be fine if you're the second guy it wouldn't be too bad if you're about the seventh bloke to use that shower in the night it uh, could be could be different yeah. um <laughs> but anyway look yeah look it'd be lovely if we could do it it'd be great mm. you know yeah. um look I, I myself struggled sometimes to be able to get to somewhere where where you can have a shower and stuff and if there was one at the rest area I'd definitely be using it yeah um yeah. If if it could be viable, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, but look, um, we're, we're, look, I sort of said to them, let's not try and reinvent the wheel. Um, yeah. This stuff has been done before, and it's been quite successful. Um, let's look at let's look at what we've done in the past, and some of the successful rest areas that that have been built in the past um you know anyone that knows about the original truck city down in Melbourne on the Sydney road yeah absolutely brilliant in its day until b doubles turned up and no one could park a b double in there so that was the end of that um but i mean something on that scale um could work could work and that's what they're saying they're saying hey we're not talking about 50 trucks we're not talking about 100. We're talking 500. We're talking American style. Um, so, yeah, look, um, and this could be all in the pipeline, but as I said to him, we've got to get it right from the start.
3: Yeah.
1: We've got to get it right. We've got to – can't just don't go and blow money and then create a white elephant. Um,
0: well, that's the thing. It's, it's happened so much in the past, hasn't it, on, um, you know, where they just throw money at stuff and then it yeah. goes – well, it's got Mike. Mike's um, no, actually here. Yeah, how are you, Mike? <laughs> hey, how are you? Finally. Oh, finally you decided to turn up.
4: Mate, I haven't got a note either.
0: No, you're a bit low on the volume of it too, mate.
4: I'll just turn her up a little bit. How's that? Well, could be better. That's good. There we go. That's as good as it gets. It's
0: as good as it gets, is it? It is. So we've got Karen here. We thought we'd get him in because he would show up. So... All oh, right, It's good to be, Mike here and He invites a guest on and then don't show up to the show. What? Yeah. What, what have I missed? Oh, nothing. A
1: couple of daft yeah. jokes and something about a Western star. All yeah. right,
0: We were talking about you a bit, but we've stopped
4: now. Okay, well, it's all right. Yeah. I, I apologise profusely for being late. The M7 was a car park. No. Uh, I know, I know. We're shocked, do not we? <laughs> and yeah. uh, and the tolls go up on the first of October too. I I'd like to know what they uh, what they're giving us more than they never gave us before. Is it more waiting time? Is that we, what do we pay for waiting on toll rates Yeah, oh, we do. anyway.
0: No, we've just been covering briefly what um you know, what Karen's been up to and has he? Yeah. So- it's
4: been very interesting. It's been very interesting conversation that's been going on about the rest areas around the Sydney area. Did he tell you about the Ferris wheels? We want Ferris wheels. <laughs> I
0: think he said we don't.
4: Oh, sorry, I misunderstood. I thought we um, wanted a few Ferris wheels in the rest areas. Gold-plated ones. That's right. Gold-plated yeah. bidets, according to Mr. Hannafy. we need gold-plated bidets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or we don't need gold-plated bidets, mm. one or the other. Yeah. It'd be nice just to have somewhere firm and flat you could park that was secure. That'd be nice. That'd be a good start.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you you still there, Kerry? You haven't dropped off there? Yeah, my Yeah, I'm still no, here. Actually, that's good.
4: It's There's all not right. So not sure when the phone drops out, you know. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So what else?
0: Well, have they um, announced that they're going to have a few more meetings on, on any of this? Like a follow-up?
4: Yeah, I don't know where it's going to go
1: because, yeah, they haven't, they said that they want to meet um, with and, and use us and gu- help guide them, but yeah, they haven't actually announced anything yet um, that I know of. Um, yeah. I don't know, don't know. But like, yeah, as as we as we said, like, let's if we're gonna do, if we're gonna go down this path, let's get it right. Let's get it right from the start. And like, um. You know, there's a report that actually came out with the previous government on exactly the same thing. I believe
4: That's that. that. <laughs> so you know, like
1: again, let's not reinvent the wheel. There's already a report there that is very in depth that shows the issues that we've got. And let's, yeah, let's, um, let's go back to that and have a maybe just have a bit of a sticky beak mm, and, yep. um, and look through it. You know, we can, that way they can always blame the previous government. That's never been done
0: before. No. I wonder what happens when someone actually builds them. Who do they blame them for building them? Because uh, um, you'd have a previous government saying, yeah, that was our idea. We just yeah. never had long enough to do it. but We
1: just never got around to doing
0: know, it. It's surprising that we always go through this argument with every change of government, and they all agree with you at the time that it's a great thing to do. None of them ever seem to be able to manage to do it. Yeah. Do you reckon if they stop getting toilet paper, they might be able to build something?
4: Oh dear, oh, dear! Don't get political on me, mate. Why not? Right. that's my job. Is it? We'll have a demarcation dispute <laughs> if you're not careful.
0: <laughs> I reckon it fix the problem.
4: I I did suggest that um, when the uh, when they are. When the bill was deferred, that they perhaps all the Uber drivers and the Uber Eats guys in Canberra should stop supplying Parliament House mm. and the various politicians because God knows they'd have to know where they all live. I mean, they probably all live side by side in some little enclave somewhere in Canberra. And if the Uber Eats and the Uber t- taxis and and the people that did deliveries to their little houses in Canberra all of a sudden decided that that was a black that was a blacklisted area. Until we get something done, I don't think we need I don't think we need to park the trucks. Just stop the Uber eats and the Uber grog deliveries. Yeah, but
0: I think yeah. in, in the in the Western Sydney so well in Sydney, Sydney's been terrible now for years, hasn't it? For finding somewhere to park, and you know, Mike, you, you had a story there the other day of a. Bit of a conundrum going. on. Oh yeah,
4: oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. In foreshore drive, uh, in foreshore drive, Blake pulled up to uh, check his paperwork, and uh, one of our uh, illustrious New South Wales Highway Patrol fellas pulled up and got his number plate, and sending the blister in the mail for being parked in a no stopping zone. And lo and behold, there we see a uh, photo of the Highway Patrol and the NHVR conducting an enforcement. Uh, Blitz in the very same place, old mate was pulled up for parking in the no stopping zone.
3: Yeah,
4: I have the photos. Uh, in fact, I did share them, so uh, put them up on. I did put them up on Twitter, and I did tag the NHVR and and uh, the uh, Vic, uh, New South Wales Police. And guess what they had to say about that? Uh,
0: they're allowed to?
4: No, they had nothing to say about nothing. it. It was just crickets. <laughs> what? Why am I? Why am I not amazed?
0: Mm. So, why am
4: I not amazed?
0: So, Karen, the, the discussions are about some fairly large areas, aren't huh? in it? too? Mm,
4: yeah. Well, that's what they're talking
1: about. As I said, they're talking about building like a mega uh, American style, you know, service center where you've got all the amenities again. But but we've done it before. We did it down mm. at the old Truck City. You know, you had somewhere where you could wash your truck. There was somewhere where you could get tires. There was somewhere that you could get minor repairs done. Um, there was somewhere there was accommodation there. There was twenty four hour meals available. Um, you could buy your fuel, your gas. You could buy. You know, there was a there was a uh, spare parts joint there where you could go and buy your chrome wheel nut covers to cover them up after you get scratched someone else. Um, oh no, I, don't, no, I never do that. Um, you never but, did that. Uh, no, I deny, deny, deny. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Um, but, just um, to like you. Yeah, yeah. When you <laughs> when you give when you give when you give your, when you give your mate's truck back and it's got all nice new nut covers and he goes, how come they're so shiny."
4: Oh, yeah, I don't it's, know. Mate. It's just a gift. Just a gift. I don't know. I don't know. What happened then, that, you, you're talking about Truck City down in Melbourne. We actually did it in Sydney too. The Southern Cross Truck Centre at Chipping Norton was my yeah, of the places yeah, as yeah. well. Where yeah. you could go and get all that sort of stuff and there were a lot of sheds in there. Guys used to load in and out of there. There was a truck wash, Ray, uh, uh, you know, Ray Ray's restaurant, Waybridge, everything you need. You know what that place is now, mate? It's closed. That's what it is now. It's just
0: simply yeah, closed. Yeah. So it's still just there. They've cl- been building. This is closed.
4: No, nah, just closed.
1: Well, wasn't yeah. that where the B-doubles were going to break up? They were all going to go to the Southern Cross trucks truck yeah. um, area and break up the B-doubles
4: and then go out and deliver them
1: as single trailers.
4: Yeah, that was until some Maori fella decided he could do a delivery with the B-double and everyone else said, oh, look at that, he can do it, why can't you? Yeah, yeah, that was the end of that idea. Happened. that what? That's yeah. what happened there. I can't wait to see an A-double doing a, doing a suburban delivery. Might be like oh. Won't They're already doing it, mate. They're already doing it. No, yeah, you know? no. I, I have seen A doubles in places that would curl your bloody toes. I saw one going down, um, uh, down towards Bexley on the back road the other day, on uh, Stony Creek Road. On Stony yep, Creek. Yep. Right? Oh,
1: Stony.
4: On Stony Creek Road, I saw an A double. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, coming now, through Bexley, mate. They do it all the time. And You think coming really? through
4: Bexley? <laughs> I'd like to know if that's legal. I, I, I can't see how it possibly could be.
0: I don't know. I, I've got to say, though, for, for something like that, a lot of the, the swept path on those is a lot better than a 26-metre B double
4: I get it. I get it. But, but the thing, if you got to back
0: it off the road up a driveway, you might be a different
4: story. Well, you know, there'd be some hero that would be bound to be able to do it.
0: Well, you can do it. Just it's not
4: impossible It
0: just takes you a bit longer
4: <clears throat> <laughs> the, the point that i the point that i would be making is we've got a we got a double tankers it was a tanker i saw going down stony creek road which is a it's not exactly a large road and it's got a couple of little tight corners on it down down particularly down past the, the that left end or at bexley and then and then when you go down round through the through the little bit of an S Bend, you know where I'm talking about Kira, I can't think of the name of it yep. there. Yeah, yep. but, but really
1: a, couple are. Of, okay. a
4: couple of little tight patches in there. And I'm not suggesting to you that an A double uh, can't negotiate that because it can. My question about that sort of thing is whether the uh, the cars can negotiate the bloody A double B in there. Mm-hmm. And what happens what happens if there is something go wrong? Because if something goes wrong with one of those things, we're talking about two full trailers worth of fuel now, not one. And you're in you're in a residential uh, or commercial area, depending on where you where the, where the incident happens. And as soon as anything does happen, say for the just say for the hell of it, you get a bearing fire or something like that, something something bursts into flames. The truck has a, an electrical fault in the cab, and the bloody thing bursts into flames. Mm. Driver driver jumps out we discover that, oh, no, we can't put it out with a couple of fire extinguishers, and the traffic is immediately backed up both ways for miles. Mm -hmm. How do the emergency services access it? She's a different story. It's It's a shitstorm. That's what it is. It's a shitstorm.
0: 30,000 litres, you've got 60,000 litres of petrol. That's
4: right. More diesel.
0: But it's you tanker blokes that start all this, isn't it, Karen? Yeah, Yeah. it's our our fault.
4: With your A-doubles? Yeah, it's, our, it's <laughs> us. Yeah, it's us. Yeah, we've
0: got to put more fuel on them.
4: We do that, but I mean, this is this is the thing that I can't understand. We can't run them down through the bloody uh, through the tunnels because you know, God forbid, we might have a fire or something. Pardon me, but uh, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't there great big fire suppression systems in those tunnels? <laughs>
0: Oh, some of them. I don't think they have all got them. The newer ones do.
4: Well, I mean, what happens if an electric fire goes up in one of those tunnels? Uh, Sorry, an electric car goes up in one of those tunnels? Well, or one of these new even. I've seen more trucks.
0: electric cars burn recently than tankers. But,
4: yeah, but you know. what I want this, the point that I'm trying to make is that at least if there's a an incident in the tunnel, there are escape routes out away for the cars to get stuck behind it. You can go up. There are plenty of places where you can go up. There are plenty of escape routes. mm and the, and the emergency services have unrestricted access to one side of the incident at least mm. because all the traffic on the other side of it will clear. J- there is just absolutely to... no logic to running them down Bexley Road.
0: Just on that note, you know, we're talking mm. about some rest areas here and I know you too have been involved in some stuff down near the port for where dangerous vehicles can... It wasn't us. It was
4: just blokes that looked like us. Right.
0: <laughs> So you're not taking any responsibility for that.
4: I'm not taking any responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think we should. Karen and I uh, did some good work down there, hmm. uh, particularly Karen organising all the all the uh, all the uh, meeting and everything. We met with uh, with um, Transport for New South Wales and the Port Authority hmm. because there's been an ongoing issue down there with rest areas for dangerous goods vehicles. Hmm uh Kieran's much more across that than I am as far as the actual rules and he's the one that's been doing all the conversation with them But so, we, we, we're running into some obstacles aren't we mate
1: yeah. again so, what we've learnt down there is exactly the same as what we've learned every everywhere else it's the same thing the only way we're ever going to get any anything done is speaking to people and getting everybody to understand what the problem is before we actually go and fix the problem. Yeah. Um And again, what we found down there with, especially talking with ports, um, they're stevedores. They're not truckies. They're not yeah. transport oriented. They don't understand the issues that they've created. Um, and it, it's until you actually speak with them and and talk face to face and get them to understand where you're coming from, and what the issues are that they go, oh, oh, really? Yeah. And we call and we cause that. Oh. <laughs> and, and again, and even the transport for New South Wales, they're the same. They're going, you know, like some of the stuff that they've thrown up that even other government departments look at it and go, really? Mm. <laughs> um, really? Could someone be that far off the track? And. There well, what do you, is, do you
0: do? There is a very common belief um, amongst anybody who's not an interstate truck driver that we still go home every night to our own beds when you're <laughs> interstate. Yeah. So, and, and it's, you know, I've struck it quite a bit when people, you know, you'll be going somewhere to unload and you, you're on your time slot, but they're running late or vice versa or, or whatever. And the, and it. That simple thing when they say, "I'll oh, just go away for a while and come back, come back tomorrow."
4: Yeah. Where are we going to go?
0: And it's yeah, it's that yeah, where to? I don't understand. And 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 when you try to make these places responsible for, regardless of whether you're on your time slot or, or not, they should have provisions for for you in that establishment. They've invited you there because they've ordered the freight. Um, so those places should put them up. But in, in this scenario where you have to go away, and particularly for you guys that do DG, where do you go? So we're talk, talk about these rest areas that they might build in um, in Western Sydney. Does that still enable you guys as dangerous goods to go there? Um, I'm, no. I'm not familiar with that that sort of thing. It's all right for me and me, Tipper, I just... Go and find somewhere and hide, but obviously with DG on, it, are you heavily restricted on where you can and can't can't park?
4: It, de- it depends on it depends on what you're carrying. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, there are there we the first the first thing you're not allowed to do is you're not allowed to leave the vehicle in an unsecured area unattended. Right. So that that's the first rule. So you can't you can't just go and dump the truck at at um, you know Eastern Creek and then go home. Yeah, right. You can't do that. So you can't uh, park
0: it in the street and get an get an Uber somewhere and go to the pub and have a feed. No, nah, you're not shower. supposed to
4: leave not supposed to leave it unattended when it's parked in a public area.
0: Right. So that is a, that is an issue then for you guys. Yeah, is that, that is, is a, that is a big
4: issue. Yeah. The next thing that the next thing that is it's supposed to be under your observation, so you you, you really shouldn't be um, being anywhere where you can't observe the thing all the time. Right. I mean, obviously, if you go to the bathroom or something like that, if you're not observing it for 15 minutes while you go to the bathroom, that's one thing. I don't think anyone's going to um, get upset about that. Although strictly, you're not supposed to do that. Mm. Um, And 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 there are many 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 areas of different classes of of dangerous goods. For example, there's class one dangerous goods, which are explosives, and they're the ones that are denoted by the orange placards. They just absolutely cannot be parked anywhere. You can't, you know, they they're very very uh, uh, well regulated. Those guys, in fact, to the point where you actually have to have. Specific clearances and, and training before you can actually cart those. Mm-hmm. Another another thing that's extremely well regulated is carting ammonium nitrate (A.N.E.). Mm-hmm. Uh, ammonium mm-hmm. nitrate uh, granules or uh, ammonium nitrate emulsion. We talked about that on the podcast the other day, uh, where that one exploded out in the uh, in the central highway and and you know carved a big hole in the ground and threw bits of metal hundreds of meters away. Um, those things are not allowed to be parked in public places at all.
3: Right.
4: Um, and they're not supposed to be un- left unattended at all. In fact, you'll see explosives trucks have often got an escort vehicle with them. Yeah. Uh, particularly with the guys that are carrying the detonators and, and things like that. So, I mean, that's one area. I, I, I do uh, Class 8 dangerous goods, which are corrosives. Um, we have the fumes. And things like that, someone just texted me and said driverless tankers will be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will. Um, I, I do dangerous goods uh, in the form of Class 8 DG's corrosives. And the majority of the risk with those is fumes and, and you know, the actual the corrosive burns that you can get from the things. They don't have to – they won't catch fire, um, but they will – they do horrific damage to waterways and things like that by – I reckon the acid-base balance in the water, for example, if it spills into a river, mm. um, the the um, and the fumes, things like hydrochloric acid, are uh, very very fumy. And a couple of couple of lungfuls of that, and you're in real trouble. Um, and of course, then we have the issues with different chemicals that can mix together to make things like chlorine gas and and that sort of thing. And you know, these are the reasons why they obviously don't want those things in tunnels. I get it. But um, at the same time, um, we look at things like diesel, which will burn if you get it going, and that's not regarded as being dangerous goods. Yeah, go So, so but, but obviously your ethanol, I mean, Karen's much more across the fuel than I am. He does that for a living. So there's what is there, ethanol, there's ULP. What, how many different sorts of fuel are there, Karen? Oh, right. yeah, you name it, it's all out there. Um, yeah. from your different all your different
1: grades of fuel, not only your, as I said your fuels, your alcohols, you know your your ethanols, your methanols, um all your different oh, There's quite a lot of holes around. Um, yeah, a lot of holes. you know um but like the biggest really. problem is, and like I've been in a management position where yeah you know, mate the one eight hundred number's going off because. There's a tanker parked, and no matter what you've got in your tanker, you're a petrol tanker. Um, Yeah, if there's an accident with a tanker, even if you're carting dead cows, the police the fire brigade. Everybody's going to turn up because you're a tanker, you're a petrol tanker. You're going to explode. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of 1-800-CALLS I took from concerned people that's, oh, look, there's a tanker parked across the road from my house and I'm really scared. And you go, all well, um, what has it got written on the signs? Oh, well, it's got combustible liquids, right? That's yeah, it's actually a load of vegetable oil, um, yeah. you know, because it, it technically it will burn. Uh, get it hot, hot enough, it. it'll burn. Sump oil will burn, you know, like it will all burn if you get it hot enough. Um And so they, but people panic, you know, um, look, I, I, I had an incident many years ago where a bloke, um, come up behind me a bit quick
4: on the human
1: plowed into the back of me and mate, the amount of emergency services that turned up and they're all saying, what do you got? What what is it, mate? What is it? You go, um, it's crude canola oil. Mm. Oh, what do we do with that? Uh, nothing. You drink it. Nothing. You know, like you eat yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you just contain it. Like it's not going to hurt. It's not, the tank's not ruptured. Um, yeah. everything's fine. But the the panic, and that's what it is. If you started parking down, you know, and even in the industrial areas with DG tankers, people will panic.
4: People will. Part, the other part about it is, though, if you've got someone that wants to be a little bit mischievous, mm. it, does, it doesn't take much to crack a tap.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. Look, that was yeah. one of the arguments put up about us parking in the port. You know, yeah. oh, look, we don't want you parked in the port because you're a security risk that, you know, some protester might come in and tie himself to your bull bar. all yeah. well, that's yeah. simple. He'll calm down about halfway down Foreshore Drive. <laughs> and that also gets that
4: gets rid of the problem as well. Um, oh, you can't, you know, and he'll only do it you once. Can't, um, you can't, you can't go saying that. Hey, but I mean, what,
1: too. Yeah, but Mate. I mean, what would what would be better? Would we be better oh. parking on the port where we've got CCTV? We've got security. And, yeah, there could be a protest to get in, or does it mean that if we're parked in a back street somewhere that protesters will go, oh, no, we won't touch that truck
4: because, you know, hey. Up on on Military Road, for example, there where it's a little bit narrow and a little bit terrible up there. It doesn't take much to sideswipe a a tanker. Yeah. And even even one that's just sitting there uh, with residue in it. I would say to you that a tanker with residue in it for, like, Ethanol or or uh, ULP residue in it is far more dangerous than a loaded one, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets hit and gets ripped open. The 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 chance that something could happen there is is quite high. Oh, but we're much right. better and to be we're much better to be parked off the road somewhere where there's CCTV and security.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like, but that that's the sort of conundrums we come up with. But but mm-hmm. what do you do? You know, like. well
4: Talking about down the port though, right now at the moment we're facing issues down there. I mean, road freight uh, road for New South Wales. Road freight for New South Wales have been very supportive. Uh, Simon O'Hara has been offering a few hints and tips and things like that, thanks to Simon. Uh, Transport for New South Wales have also been very receptive. The EPA are right behind us getting a parking area down there. The port guys are pretty happy about the idea too. The issues that we have... Uh, the fact that uh, there are some, apparently some, uh, uh, planning issues around, uh, around where we can park there. And of course, lo and behold, there's a money issue as well. So the, the container guys actually pay to use the facilities in the port. So there's some discussion about how can we get the dangerous goods tankers to pay to use a facility that may be available for them that they may use once in a blue moon. You can believe it or not. That's that. a That's a question.
5: What about so, you, Gorgie? Would you believe that? Uh, I believe a lot of things, gentlemen. Welcome. Like <laughs> well. afternoon. But, yeah, you know, you, there's a lot of things. Yeah, not too bad. But uh, my belief is we've got too many beliefs in um, a mythical system.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a mythical <laughs> uh, Just, Just come yeah, in with that word? Just come in with something really deep.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, we believe in something that's just fairy tale. What, oh, what if, what if, what if, what if the driver pulled up and went to bed? Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I take. To Top
0: know. idea, that mm-hmm. one.
5: Oh, yeah, and look, I mean, it goes goes right across the board. I mean, you know, if you add up, I've always been banging on about this for years, but if you add up the amount of safe kilometres that truck and transport do versus the ones that aren't, we we are the best industry in the world, <laughs> but no one will ever portray that. So.
4: Yeah. Mm. So, oh gee, yeah, you have got a soldier you, you, on. Yogi's come coming and he's even been more cynical than me tonight. No, yeah. that was my <laughs> head in when you just talk. But
5: all you want to do is have a decent rest somewhere, and park up in a restricted or in a nice, relaxed, you know, safe environment. And, and somebody's got to get their money hooked into it. Oh, it's a planning issue or it's a money issue. Oh, we can't do this. We can't. Crap, you can't. Get it done. of <laughs> it
4: Well, you can't park it. You can't park on the air highway over in Western Australia anymore. make someone had a go The bloke with a the machete there yesterday. Oh, you're right. Eh? Oh, we'll pay your bill. <laughs> 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 breaking, break, apparently, he's broken down on the hill. I've got one. I've got one word to describe this incident. Um, Suspicious is the word. This guy apparently's broken down on the side of the road. Someone's apparently walked up and knocked on the on the on the uh, on the door. Always opened the door and he's been threatened. Now this apparently the bloke that's threatening's wearing a balaclava already. Oh, he'd be hot. He's hot Uh in the moment. Right, so, and he's walked up to the door and knocked on the door. Old mate's opened the door, fellow in Balaclava's brandished uh, a machete and said, give me your money, bro. And uh, so he did. And then he's taken the keys to a broken-down truck. Why would you take the keys to a broken-down truck? You
5: can't start it. What what was the one word? What was the word? Suspicious.
4: Suspicious. Yeah, that's just... That's becoming it's bit, interestingly it's a, interesting, it's bit, interesting. It's a bit sus, bit sus, yeah. I'd say. I know I'm not saying it didn't happen, but it's a bit sus. Broken down. No, what, where, down.
1: Where, where, where was that? <laughs> WA. Right yeah, yeah. I'll,
4: I'll, I'll have to do a quick. I'll have to do oh, a quick
5: Google.
1: No, no, news dot
4: com. That
5: wouldn't be on news.com. dot It's truck stuff.
4: <laughs> let me go. Let me go. Let me go to uh, to the uh, big rigs webpage, The opposition. Let's see if they've reported it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> here we go, here we go, they have Let me just open the link Open the new tab Let me read the story written by staff writer How are you James? Well, 12 hours ago, James is everything He's a staff writer, he's a staff publisher He's the Facebook guy Until they get their pound of flesh out of James, let me tell you Police say the incident the airway is still under investigation No arrests have been made as yet Police are still hoping the public will come forward with information or dash cam footage to help their investigation. The robbery of a truckie on the air highway earlier this month, Friday, September f- 15, they were called to K-orub, K-orubi, K-orubi, say Is that how you pronounce that one? You're a Western Australian, yeah? What do you reckon? Well, say again? K-O-R-A-B. A B I E. Yeah. It's not a one that's familiar to me, Kurabi Kura- on the Air Highway. Mm. B Double broke him down on the highway earlier in the day and the driver was waiting for parts to be delivered so he could continue his journey. The stranded truckie alleges a man approached the truck, knocked on the window, presented a machete, threatened the driver before he for stealing cash <laughs> and the keys. Cash and the keys to the truck. Kurabi's in the center ma- well, they're calling it Western Australia.
5: Or Air Highway.
4: Right, oh, no. You're right. No, 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 sorry, they're not calling it Western Australia. I'm lying. I made that up.
5: Jeez.
4: Oh, That's me.
0: Don't let truth get in the way, yeah. <laughs> no,
5: no, you. No, you're still out, out on the Air Highway. you mm. still like
4: you're out there. You know, like, this yeah. photo, that, I, I got tricked by the photo because the photo is <laughs> not... It's a Western Australian photo. Bit of a file photo bit there, a, James. Bit of geez. trickery. Bit of trickery.
5: A nong and Yawa, Yawa. Yeah,
4: I, I remember now. I remember. So he's, the suspect is described as being 180 centimetres tall with a strong build wearing a club and a hat. Mm. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he, he ran back to the back of the truck and drove off in a dark coloured, beat up Holden sedan without registration plates. Oh, no. He's just we... described every wannabe
5: thief in Australia. he's just described every wannabe thief in Australia.
0: So before we get too much further into that conversation, Karen, yep. is there anything you'd like to add to where what you've been up to out at West? Uh,
1: um, mate, one of the things. That I did point out to these people um, while I was there there was a lot of people online listening in and there was a big board showing these people um, that were online and there was one lady there she was standing in front of a truck you know the big blue blue and white truck parking area signs and I said to him "Righto, so Along with legislation and protecting and giving powers to protect these rest areas, we need to probably look at um what what are these areas that we go to? Are they truck parking areas or are they heavy vehicle rest areas? Maybe we need to look at the terminology um and get it right. You know, let's say rest area, what the hell are you doing parked there, mate? <laughs> um, you know, like, again, that's in the understanding of the problem. Yeah. You know, it's a rest area where long distance drivers who manage fatigue and local drivers can go there and have their half hour smoke, or you know, the long distance driver can go in there and dive in the bunk, pull the curtains around and, and go to bed. It's a rest area. It's not a parking area. It's not a depot. It's not a look. Yep. Like we all understand that blokes are got to split up and because we've got facilities that, that love the big high productivity vehicles, but they're not built for them. Um, so we're always going to be splitting up B doubles, A doubles. You know, the bigger the combination, the more splitting we're going to be doing. Um, and we need areas to do that, but let's get the terminology right. And let's call them a rest area. If you're not in there resting or splitting, I um that's about the only thing, Yeah, you know, that's that's what drivers are telling me. And I'm only I'm only, you know, like I'm only being the messenger and taking this to the people that probably don't understand. Um one of the another thing that was brought up was we need an area that's flat. Or that, you know, um that is, we don't want another Conroys or another Wagga Hill where blokes can't use the rest area because they spend all night trying to stay in the bunk. Um, and talking to these people from transport and from the government, they don't understand that. No. They don't realise that, you know, until you until you say to them, look, maybe I should put a brick under your bed and see how you sleep tonight. Um. Little things like that. We've got it its education and understanding problem before we can move forward. That's what it's all about.
0: Well, I'm glad that the conversation is, is there and that, that um, John Graham has is doing what he said he'd do and listen to the people that actually have to use these areas or that are on the road all the time. Yeah. So that, that is a bonus. If we
1: can get it right in New South Wales, it will spread to other states. Mm. And I'm not saying the other states are wrong. I think the other states are starting to come along and starting to look at the same thing. But let's have a coordinated attack. You know, let's let's get it right. You know, let's take this to a national forum, not just a state forum. Mm. Um, and let's get it get it going. I noticed that um, this emphasis on Sydney was after Glenn Stirl, anyone that went to the Freight New South Wales conference, when Glenn Stirl got up, mm-hmm. sorry, Senator Glenn Stirl got up, mm-hmm. and uh, and before he started his speech, said, yep, I'm here. And look, before I even start my speech, I'd like to, to let you all know that I know that Sydney is the worst place in Australia <laughs> for trucks and heavy vehicles, and oh, tell us something we don't know. But a lot of people that were there listened to that, Mm. And took that on board, and I think that's where mm-hmm. the government's starting to take it on board. Transport's starting to take it on board, and they're starting to listen. And as I said, we've let's get it right. Let's let's understand the problem before we try and fix it.
0: Ah, mm. no, very good. And and we all thank you for your efforts in in this mate. It's been it's been good.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. mate. That's, there you go. that's what I it's what I can do. Yeah, yeah. It's time. There's there's other people out there. Um, that look, I was challenged. I've been challenged for a long time. Um, but I was challenged by another guy that that um, that sort of we've had a sort of shared career. He said, "Mate, come on, mate. We're getting a little bit old now. We're starting to show a bit of age. We need to step up and start to to step up and 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 take the reins of the industry and and lead the industry. We can't just be followers all our life." and that's what we need to do as an industry Mm. um yeah take a leaf out of rod's book you know like you're not never going to change anything unless you're prepared to stand up to join associations to join the conversation Mm.
0: stand up and stand together
4: yeah well it does come down to the fact that we've we've all taken out of the industry for a while and it beholden on, on on us To take over the role, we are becoming the elder statesman of the industry now, and I don't say that lightly. I don't say, well, I don't say it lightly. Um, The guys that the guys that that we look up to, you know, the Bruce Honeywells and the and the uh, Bob McMillans and stuff, they've they've done their bit, and you know they still contribute, and we should still listen to what they've got to say. But really, we're the next generation. We're the ones that have to take on the role and take over where they left off and keep keep pushing and keep fighting for things. Um, if we don't do it, who will? Mm. Um, and then we've got to encourage other. But we've got to we've got to leave with more than we came. If that makes any does that make any sense, or is just that sense does that just sound corny? Yeah, it makes
0: sense you know leave like it in better condition than when you got it.
3: Yeah, yeah. We've got, well, that was something that was
1: yeah. that was something that was drummed into me through the in through my time in the military. You know, you mm. always take something back better than what you got it, um, and that's what we need to do. We need to, yeah, we look. People of, within industry, look, there's some brilliant people in our industry. We've got such a great industry, and there's so much talent out there. We just need to channel it, and we need to. You know, get people to step up and say, yeah, look, I'll have a go. And most places, yeah. I think, when you talk to them, they will. They're just waiting for someone to ask them.
4: Yeah, well, so, sometimes, sometimes you've got to step up.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you know, there man, you go. Thanks, thanks again, Karen, for your time tonight, and thanks for what you're doing. Yeah. We will have to move on a bit here. We've got another another guest to come on. So we'll, um, we'll be talking soon, I imagine, with uh, hopefully some – and better developments on this front
1: yeah so stay stay tuned and watch for uh, snippets coming through stay
0: tuned right. and there um, <laughs> yeah, right thanks Karen we'll be right back we'll play a, bit of a few of tune in we'll get get this one for you Mike start me up hey eh? this is one you're all on you.
4: about eh? that's the one start me up you
3: are <laughs>
0: everybody we're back with uh yogi and
4: mike you and
0: yogi. know you're you a special yeah. guest
5: tonight i've got a special guest tonight now we were talking about our fitness truck driver challenge uh-huh.
4: the fat the it, fat bastard challenge
5: well, now hang on a minute. here. We can't use these profanities on the radio, you know. Like, yes, yeah. so, uh, there might be some good-looking people amongst us, <coughs> you know. So, so funny enough, well, for, in the last couple of months, this Kiwi, the well, Mitch, the Kiwi trucker on Instagram, right. truck bit driving health, Mitch, welcome right. on the road radio, mate. Mitch has come across my path. So it's uh you're doing some really good things for truck drivers, and the idea of Look, you're driving trucks. You're sitting on your butt all day, but you need to do this to strengthen your lower back or the stiffness in this. If you can do this, you can eat that. You can be this. So, how, what happened, Miss? How? What did you How did it all come about? How do you look so good, mate? <laughs>
6: oh, I wouldn't say that. You know, got a hit for a uh, voice for radio, but definitely not a hit for uh for TV. Well, now, so yeah, you.
5: Yeah. we've seen you in your jocks on Instagram, mate. Now yes. you go and have a look,
6: there, good listeners. Go and check it out. <laughs> it's <real laughs> the it. truck.
5: Yeah. truck.
6: Yeah, mate. Should never, never be ashamed of what you got, eh? So, you know, (laughs) yeah.
0: I'm just watching some of your stuff here on Instagram, Mitch, and you're doing some looks like push-ups on a bar. Yeah, so I gave her that sped up because if it's not, mate, she's your bloody
6: quick. Nah, nah, it's sped (laughs) up. You know, so like most when you when you're posting a video or something like that, you're only given uh, a minute. So. You know the, the I was just time lapsing a video speed it speed it up a little bit so you could still see the the whole hundred one hundred push ups
0: so we don't have um, to do it that fast,
6: no, you don't, but it's not you know it's not just about doing push ups you know you can do other things you can do body weighted squats, just you know walking around your trailer if you uh combination a couple of times you know during the day, but do it with pace, walk up and down a few times, you know make sure you drink plenty of water. And eating a good diet, and yeah, it's it's pretty simple. It's not rocket science. But so you, you, you you've got, got, got
5: plenty of skin dead in dead the did. game here for the listeners too, Mitch. Like you, you are heavy haulage in the Pilbara. You yeah, do sure heavy haulage. You, Your yeah, truckers day up today. Um yeah. You know you can mention who you work for. You don't have to. It doesn't matter. But you are you you've got skin in the game when it comes to truck driving.
6: Yeah. So I work. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. I work for a heavy haulage company up here. Um, and today was my day off. So today I spent the morning talking to a company from New Zealand, uh, about a fitness app that I've decided to, to get built, which is called, uh, Truck Fit Driving Health. So, no, this, this, uh, this app is going to be for people in the logistics industry, also, you know, mining stuff like that, that they, they feel like they, they they know they want to do something about about their weight but uh they're intimidated by a gym or or whatever, or they feel they don't have the time to to be able to, you know, make make an effort on cooking food. So second best option, roadhouses, right? Mm. Right. So the way way it works is like your wife she can she can have access the app as well, so two of you can both use it. You can use it yourself if you want to do like some just some light cardio cardio workouts beside your beside your truck during the day on a fatigue break or whatever, or in the morning before you start work, in the end of the evening. And then it has the meal plan section where your wife could cook meals at home for you each night when she cooks herself dinner, and then just preps those. That food in the containers for you to take away the next week because you know a lot of trucks have got microwaves in them, um, it's a no-brainer, you know. So we provide a service that has, has uh, healthy meal plans. Um, so you you run on like a calorie deficit diet while you're mm-hmm. while you're away because if you're sitting down for long periods of time, you're not you're not burning energy, so you don't need to consume mm-hmm. a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And then the energy that you do consume. You just you got to make sure that it's clean, clean, clean food, and you know drink plenty of water throughout the day, and it becomes pretty easy after a while. Yeah, once you so, sort
5: of get your head around it. Now we 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 know where we start with a load, and we know how to you know hook the trailer yeah, up, and yeah. we know how to do a lot of things. But exactly all right. to say there you, you you can get intimidated. Going to the gym. Now, I don't reckon I could walk into a gym unless Jim's a made of mine and we're walking into the shed and having a beer with him. But yeah, I
3: don't exactly reckon not. I could
5: walk yep. into a gym and know what I'm going to do. So so if you've got a bit of a plan at, at hand and we can sort of follow the plan and then if you do, you know, by chance, end up with having a 24-hour break and you can go for a walk and find a gym, if you could walk in and still be the waste or do something or, yeah, work something out. Yeah. And, so this yeah, so would, I, would I, just give you a bit of a beginner's a uh, bit of a beginner's sort
6: of start off point. Yep, it would definitely. And you know, I, I myself, on um, some of my fatigue breaks throughout the day, I'll do a, a fifteen, fifteen minutes of exercise. You know, on a on a thirty minute fatigue break, that still gives me enough time to have something to eat afterwards, and then get a coffee and carry on. You know, like yeah, well, I might no, do. What kind coffee drink, mate? mate? <laughs> I might do, I might, I might do heavy haulage, but at the same time, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a service for a company, so at the same time, I need to, you know, look after myself. So, effort, you yeah, know, that's how I work it. My time, yeah, not, my dude. my my time is my time when I'm on the road. Don't take it away from me. Yeah.
5: Good way. Yeah, got to be it. productive. What you It's a very good way of being to do it. Yeah, looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
6: Yeah, you know, all so what, these
5: companies. You what know, we do? A lot of these companies out here
6: they, they push you. A lot of the companies out here they'll push you, but then you, when you when you visit, when you want to stop for your break, they're so like, oh, come on, you know, like time time management, and it's like, well, I've been you can't help delays, you know. Yeah. Yep. And with
5: oversize, yep. we, we definitely can't help delays. It's uh, you, know, you never yeah. quite know what's around the corner. Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. So what, what know we we do, the corner. What could we do? What could we do? What, how do we start this? We're all going to have a go at it. We're all starting. What's the date, uh, Mr. Craig? we start the 1st October? of
0: October. So on Saturday, we'll announce um, a Facebook page uh, that we, we will set up for members to join in for our our challenge, our weight loss challenge.
5: know. And uh, so we, we're going to try and do it for a couple of months, Mitch. Like we're never, you yep. know, everything everything succeeds with a bit of longevity. This isn't some miraculous pop a pill and drop five kilos and get five hundred bucks in the hand. Like we're gonna, we're actually going to try for a couple of months. Yep. You good know, idea. Is a good way to attack it. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Bloody oath it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right I'd, on, I'd, right I'd like, I'd, I'd be, uh, I'd like to get involved in on this as well. So why not? You haven't got any weight to lose but <laughs> it's not, I know that. I am trying Back to
5: on. put muscle on now. Back yeah. on what do you you put muscle? Well you could have a couple of pies between here and Saturday and oh, probably have a yeah. drop a kilo well, in the first week or something. I, like that. I still
6: yeah. eat I still eat I still eat three meals a day and I look like that. So do you
5: do you, do you, do you snack much during the day, Mrs. or you can't sitting eating three hours? Yeah, Not How, really. how, how oh. is your food plan? What are you? What is a
6: bit of a, a basic food plan for you? My my first my first meal of the day is probably around ten o'clock in the morning. Um, okay. Well, yeah, so there there's that that's, fourteen suppose,
5: hours fasting in it, like something.
6: Yeah, in that. yeah, that's kind of yeah. kind of what I do. So my first meal of the day will be around around ten o'clock, and it's normally just a container with oats. That has, uh, it's got oats, milk, protein powder, and some blueberries and strawberries in it. And it's just been sitting in my fridge in my truck for, you know, five days fermenting. And I'll just, I'll eat that. Yeah. And then lunchtime around two o'clock, I'll just have a, like a chicken, chicken salad wrap with avocado, some cheese in it, sauce, you know, go easy on the sauce and then, uh, have a banana with that. And then when I pull up, I'll, Get the fry pan out and normally cook steak and veggies or a chicken and salads, whatever. But whatever I cook, whatever right. I make, whatever I make for lunch or make for dinner, I should say, is normally what I'll have for lunch the next day. Yeah, right. cook when enough you say, yeah, When you say when you say clean meat, you just sort of just steer yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, go to the butcher. Chicken, chicken, why, beef, why you would, nothing off? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why you buy the butcher is what what I what I, what you cook on the road. So. Mm. But I yep. guess that's the beauty of doing heavy haulages because you're only on you're only daylight hours only, so you know you get that yep. and that time to do it. Yeah, a bit of right. time in the
5: okay. evening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, you, I get, mean, we all we all save time poor.
0: Yeah.
5: Hmm. Yeah. I, I used yep. to get um,
0: you know, little steaks, cryovac at the butcher, <clears throat> and and I could manage to pull up. For half an hour, cook you a little bit of steak, only about the size of your palm, never too big. And yep. some of them frozen veggies, you cook your meat and then you just pour your veggies into your frying pan and warm them up a little bit and away you go. And Mate, that was all achieved exactly right. in half an hour. Um,
4: yeah.
6: yeah.
0: Th- then I got lazy. <laughs> yeah.
6: That, yeah, we do. That's, that, that's yeah. like, you know, that's a choice. Mm. That's a choice to get lazy. Like no one, no one forces you to become lazy. That's a choice. Mm,
5: that's, right. <laughs> yeah. that's right. That's right. Mm. Bang on the money. Yeah. We've all we've all gotten a little bit lazy mm. today, yeah. and here we I are. Got, like Coming myself, I
0: get lazy. Mm.
5: But even, it does even, have a yeah.
0: snowballing effect. Like oh, you know, once you stop eating right, then you can be bothered to eat right. But the habits, you know, I, got, I used to get up and walk every day, and and even. Um, as a point I wasn't driving and then when I started driving I still used to do the same thing but you know then sometimes circumstance gets control of you a little bit and you're waking up at five o'clock in the morning in the middle of winter at, at Kulak and um, that 15 minute walk half an hour walk isn't doesn't it's just not that inviting anymore.
5: <laughs> no. Yeah when it's yeah. you minus, minus 28 degrees and Flowing straight off the ice there, so it's so, easier. we are lucky you're in the Pilbara there, Mitch. It is, uh, you you feel like you want to get up and uh, by the burns. You always sweat when you get out of bed up there. And Michael would be. You at the moment that. we are. Yeah, summer's come yeah. around real quick up here. It has. Yeah, we had 34 in Perth today. It was a, it was a bit warm. So yeah. Oh
6: Jesus! Yeah, yeah, they've had 42 up here last Saturday. Yeah, okay, we're into it. Yeah, we're right into up. it. The winds are going <laughs> to blow down
5: from the north and we're into it. Yeah, so, yeah.
6: and then it looked so right looked on. like it looked like the first rain of the season last night, and we only got about five drops on the window going on. <laughs> yeah, a, 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 a true a true a true for a summer.
5: Yeah. All right, so what do you, what do you do in the wet, bud? How do you How do you train? Are you just you head to the gym, you find some weight, you you do yeah. something to get your body moving. You, you the the idea is getting. What what for what should we start doing? If we're if you're looking at a bunch of blokes that have never done anything at all, and we're all women, you know, that have come on and decided to do this, what do we do? Just start moving
6: a bit or just walk and walk every every time, you know. Well, we all know that you could like by law, you're supposed to have a twenty minute break every five hours. Yeah. On that, that, Smith, on, half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah, That's half an hour that. on that on that break. You know, on that break time, just get out and walk around. Just move. Just get out and move. um, Yeah, and then yeah, control what you and control your eating. So obviously, you want to control what you're eating. Like to be perfectly honest, like the average calorie diet should should be somewhere around like eighteen hundred calories a day. So you got to you imagine, like one one ice cream. That's half of that already.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, when when I want to do this, i So I was at my heaviest, it was about 160 kilos, and I got down to 124. Yeah. So yeah. So I, so now I'm I'm sort of over, oh, hovering a little bit over 130, which is not ideal, and I'm not liking it. So probably a little yep. bit more. Um. So my, when when I did it, uh, seven years ago, on my 40th, um, I was counting calories, and I, I'll start that on. Monday. I'll start counting calories. That's how, you know, you're only cheating yourself if you yep. don't add the calories up. So yeah. me and uh, me and my wife, when we've done it, we've always counted calories, and it's worked. Yep. You know, you 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 yeah, exactly control right. of what you're doing, and uh and I've got a an app for that. Funny enough, I've got an app that allows me to scan barcodes, and, and it tells you. So if you you know you having a couple of export cans at night, there is calories in export. So, I don't know. Know I same <laughs> as slot, same <laughs> <Yeah>. as Swan draft. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: right. There is
5: yeah. calories. Not think Great Northern's
4: got anything in it. Yeah, no, yeah. Great, great Northern's calorie free. It is <laughs> calorie free, right? <laughs> no, no, low low cow. <laughs> <cal, laughs> yeah. yeah. Great Northern. What about yeah. American yeah. honey?
0: Has that got calories in it? Absolutely, it's all got calories. got
6: calories in it. It, of know, really that's the, a lot of that is the, to be perfectly honest alcohol is the big killer if you want to lose weight if you can't if you can't knock off the piss you're never gonna lose weight to be perfectly honest yeah and like I myself i myself i do and really enjoy having a beer and I'm pretty guilty of you know four or five tins every night when I'm on the road mm mm-hmm. yep yeah. Four or but five if, four or five tins. Yeah, yeah, four to five tens a night. Yeah. But you
0: obviously do enough to <laughs> combat that.
6: Well, some sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Like I'll be perfectly honest, I, I get I get lazy myself as well, you know. I'm not always I'm not always perfect and I'm not I'm not always strict on myself. Like I do enjoy to, you know, let my here what here I, I do have down and uh make the most of the good time. We well, still uh, got to leave a bit. Yeah. Well, yep.
5: I think sometimes in trucking, you, you actually never know who's going to be at the end of the parking but You can pull exactly up and go, "Oh, like. you haven't seen that bloke for a while," and the next minute you're having a cook up and a couple of beers. Like, yep. yeah, it, it, it's the social life. It's a it's a it's a hard life trucking. You never see anyone out there too. But there is times you can never predict a you know the steak dinner at a pub in the middle of nowhere. You know, like mm. so exactly. you've got to be focused. I think if you're going to have a crack and. And if it
6: blows out, well, there's no no, harm. You know
3: And the
6: the thing is, there's still no harm in having that steak out at the pub. But you know, you don't. It's not saying don't cut out alcohol out of your diet completely. Just cut down on it. You know, you don't need to have. You don't need to have three or four tins every night.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you. We can start this debate with a schooner's pot or pints or middies or whatever. I don't know. Sometimes I'm trying to do it and I ask for the second little one. Don't go over the biggest one. Just have the – if you're having a beer, have the one down, the smaller one. Yeah. as, a, as <laughs> the, the – Yeah. As the baby glass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us a pot or something, you know, because I grew up in Victoria. So yeah. But, yeah, right. Oh, well, let's look at this. We, we, we're going to do it. It's going to start. There's going uh, there's quite a lot of listeners out there that are really keen to to, to, to get involved and get onto it. There's uh, people out there that are thinking, you know, with the summer's on its way
4: and uh,
5: we need to be right for Christmas. So
4: yeah, I've, I've got it. to get I've got to get my bikini body right. That's what it is. Yeah, you got.
6: Alright, well, right. well uh, uh, <laughs> one step. <laughs>
4: I'll,
6: I'll say then. Once the
4: whoever is chosen
6: as the winner gets a free lifetime membership to. Yeah fit Driving house
5: uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so where did your that,
6: app actually that, launch? Yeah, ah, uh, that's going to launch around mid-November. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, it's got a lot. Of, it's got a lot of great features in there. It, like, it has a section in there where you'll be able to, if you're on the highway and you pull up for the night you know, you've got, you you run out of meals that your missus has pre-cooked to you for the last 10 days or whatever and then you're on the road, you pull up somewhere, you're like, I know I need to eat but I don't know where I can get something half decent so you you use the app and the app has a section on it where it looks for restaurants or takeaway outfits in the areas where you are, let's say if you have to pull up in a city or something uh, and then it uses Google Maps and the app and it creates, it works out how much calories are in the in each set items on these menus. So with Google and the software that's in this app, you'll be able to even track your calories while you're, you know, technically well, you see, having dinner. Out dinner. Wow. Yeah, yeah,
5: right. Oh, way yeah. to go, it's Way to go, right? Well, we, look, yeah, we're, we're, we're it's going to happen. We're going to do it. We're going to start, and we encourage everybody to check you out because. Yeah, you're, you're truck always skin in the game, man. You're actually having a go. You're showing, you know, there's one of your videos there way down on the Instagram feed, but you can see that you're cooking up on the drive and you, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's a nice, looks like a nice feed and it's, uh, yeah, and, and it's out there doing what we do. So, yeah, you know, well, you. and I'll be, I'll be honest, yeah. I'm
6: not a am not a, I'm not much of a, uh, in front of the camera person myself. So, you know, for me to, to, to start doing this as well, you know, that's, uh, a, uh, definitely a good mental challenge for myself. Something yeah. to, you know, yeah. reflect on. It's up to me to make this work. Only I can make it work. No one else can make it work for me. So,
3: yeah,
6: you know, got some challenges ahead, but yeah, can't wait to uh, to tackle them head on. Very good. Way huh? to go, bud. Way to go. Right. Huh? Okay. All, all right. All well, up,
5: mm-hmm. we'll keep we'll keep talking to you. You will. And um we Will steer steer people towards you, and uh, yeah, just we might have I to do about a bloody truck and lodge story about this, yeah. I reckon.
0: It might, might oh, yeah. be good it to will. have a chat throughout this challenge, Mitch, to um, to help um, keep some of our listeners and participants um, on the right track.
6: I'm already a little bit. I think depressed. that's I think that's a good idea. you say you're right, already,
0: right, already right, depressed, Mike? Oh, already a
3: little bit.
5: <laughs> <of that. laughs> you need, you need uh, to be I know. excited about. I, I mean, it's, it's, when I've always done a bit of weight loss stuff, you, you, like the first week or two, you, you're feeling stoked because you're dropping a couple of kilos, and you go, oh "This is great." Well, look, and, and then you get into that third week, and you go, oh, "Geez, I don't know about this." <laughs> you know, I don't know. So I don't know what are we doing here? You know, but yeah. Yeah. that's that's, 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 that's yeah. a mental
6: thing. You know, that's when the mental yeah. challenge comes in. Mm. Yeah.
4: Once yep. upon a time, once upon a time, I used to play rugby league and rugby union. Yeah, I was very fit at twenty eight. I was I was in pretty good shape. Yep. now I'm now I'm sixty and I don't dance anywhere near as well as I used to. Well, yep. you know what? Oh, you probably could.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> no, I, I, I went out to a read in January, mate. I, I proved That's I can.
6: Right, mobility. Like mobility is a big thing, you know. Like just, just being learn learning how to like move your joints properly. So, you know, like you know, circulation. So your body like obviously circulates blood through it. But if you don't keep circulation up to your joints, that's when your joints get stiff. So you've got to learn right, to. Can be, I ask you can. a
4: question, mate? Yeah, you sure can. How How old are you? Ah, uh, thirty seven. Thirty seven. I remember thirty seven. I used to wake up at thirty seven and nothing hurt. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you sure no, I'm pretty sure All right. Yeah. Not, pretty, not even your pride yeah, no, no. Not at well that hurt occasionally I bet you <laughs> your pride hurt sometimes at 37 sometimes, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it did so I did some pretty dodgy shit at 37 let me tell you no, <laughs> <I'm sorry>? <laughs> <laughs>
5: were you on 60 minutes at 37
4: sorry were you on 60 minutes at 37 it uh, would have been about there somewhere, mate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's been, that's the go. It's, uh, yeah. taking, taking my body weight in methamphetamine. Oh, <laughs> oh. You
0: yeah. should have lost a bit then.
4: <laughs> right I right, mean, what, what
5: what's the go what you, what's your take on the the, you know, pop a pill, loose bat sort of bad? Is that is that is that a odd thing to do or sometimes good or? No good. Well, sorry. I'll, I'll
6: yeah, go on, meet you. Take <laughs> no, right. can, 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 you re, can you repeat that again, Yogi? I didn't catch the first part.
5: Yeah, so you see, you see a lot of um, stuff online that you can pop a pill and it'll burn fat, and you're going to lose.
6: Nah, you, some oh, of that stuff, you, like, you, you can, you can yeah. use that stuff, but that's literally those all those tablets are, are just full of caffeine. Yeah. Okay. Like, but that's, that's, you can't just pop a pill
4: to lose weight. Drink 10 cups of coffee younger. every day. Yeah. 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 Have a have a couple of have a couple of shakers and a couple of Duramond, you'll lose a few pounds. Yeah, no, so no I mean, that's not <laughs> you definitely
3: not. Really
4: yeah. yeah. We. Well, you, you no, I think I think yogi's more talking about things like Ozempic. And those,
3: yes, those, no.
4: injectables so, so, so. that they they get. Ah. Oh. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like getting
6: a, it's like it's like getting your stomach stitched. You know, it's a lot of fucking yeah. effort. You know, We weren't born we weren't born lazy. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> that's, that's, nobody in this world is born to be lazy. That's a door uh, in the That wasn't me.
4: Right. That wasn't yeah, me. No, we, we're
5: be. born to be like that. But you know, look. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk around um the diabetes pill.
4: People yeah,
5: exactly
4: right. That stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's uh, Olympic, Jaggi. That's what I'm all talking pills,
5: about. That.
6: All, all, right. all pills. All pills yeah. can be irreversible, you know. Like, if you honestly, if you're conscious on what you what you choose to put in your body, like from the, what you genuinely eat every day is the biggest killer in the human body.
5: Mm. Well, it, you can't if be, read you read that diet I diet is eighty
6: percent of fitness or weight loss. Yeah, exactly right. The the the, yeah. the 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 quantity of food and the 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 quality of the food that you eat is genuinely how your body will you will look at you will look to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So someone someone that constantly eats really really good like clean food all the time. That is quality produce. Is going to look like what the produce looks like. It looks good. That's how they look. They look good. They look, good. They look after themselves. You know. Okay. If right. You look at a piece of greasy chicken, and it's got a heap of fat hanging off it. That's that's what some people look like. You know. Only well, yeah, goes taste good, but yeah, I know. <laughs> and we probably all yeah. look like you them. know what. And that it's piece so that piece good. of chicken does taste good. Mm. I ain't fucking lying. It does taste good. You
5: know? Right. That's twice. I'm But you can't.
4: There goes it. There goes Yeah, your, I'll you a square on that one. There goes our PG rating.
5: <laughs> he's he's <laughs> onto it. We're, we're, we're pushing for it, Rhino. We're going right, to do it. It's going yeah, to happen good. on I'll, the 1st of October. We we might we might check in with you in a couple of weeks, you know, a couple yep. of three weeks, Mitch, and just get a bit of advice maybe, or you if you if you want if you want good listeners out there, you wanna start, go follow Mitch. Find yep. him on social media. Truck, yeah, truck fit driving truck fit help. Driving, yeah. Yep. You'll find yep. it. Hit the button, follow the prompt and uh, do what you can do. But now, uh, thank you very much, Mitch. We'll, we we appreciate uh, you coming on, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll
4: check. We that. will do. We will do a truck and life story about it because, I mean, yeah. let's face it, it's a it is a trucking lifestyle issue. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a typical example of your uh, your senior drivers these days. with have a little bit of padding around the belly, and you know what, that's right. Suffer a few of the health issues that go along with that. Um, yep. You know it, we all pay the price, and I'm not yeah, having a go at you. I'm good. not having a go at saying. So I'm not having to go at you when I say, yeah, I remember 37, and I was better off than I was. But uh, yeah. the reality of it is, is as you say, it may be a little bit late for me, but it's not too late for other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and exactly. well, still, yeah, but it's never too late track. for yourself, mate. It's never too late oh, for you. Oh, 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 I'll lose a few pounds. There's no worry, no doubt about that. Yeah, um, but uh, I thought
6: you, folks. I thought you young fellas from that era were tough as nails. <laughs>
4: Well, we are, man. I'm 10% tougher than everyone. I've got tattoos, man. I'm 10% tougher. (laughs) (laughs) Those are challenging
0: challenging words, those ones. Yeah, they are. (laughs) That that
6: sounds like you just challenged yourself. The easiest way to say it
0: is I bet you cannot lose any weight,
5: Michael. Right, mate. Right, right gentlemen. Good talking to you, you. We'll chuck a song on. Mitch. just stay there for a minute. We'll get some details. But yeah, we'll chuck a song on and we'll we'll um yeah we'll we'll have a quick quick chat up here. Bud. so yeah, all good. Right. On. No way. Link one eight two
0: here, Mike.
4: Oh dear oh, lord. lord.
0: Back everybody.
5: Oh, see, seamless radio. Oh. Seamless radio. Yeah. All the small mm. things. Blink one eighty two. All the small things. Even if you lose a kilo, it's the small things. You've done a right. rock. Mm. Even yeah. if you just um, do
0: some stuff to get your heart rate up a bit and you know improve your um, yeah, you
5: know,
0: cardio, coming.
4: it. You know, that's important. Well, I i not out-loser, mate.
0: Mitch is
5: keen. I get my
4: buddy heart rate, rate up, there. mate. I drive around the M7. That gets my heart rate going. I get your no, heart rate no, up in no, a few, no, few no, words No,
5: normal, normal people can drive around the M7, so you're not normal. Your heart rate's up already. So. No.
0: You should know, Mike, there's a difference between heart rate and blood pressure.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and irritated heart and irritated blood pressure. A big, we all know how to get uh,
0: your blood pressure
5: up.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you
0: what.
5: That's easy,
4: that's like yeah. shooting sheep. It is, yeah. Mm. Fish in the barrel, fish in the barrel, even.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, Big Rigs has just launched a new app. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That'll get you a blood Here pressure. There he goes. Up. Talk to
4: me, don't talk to me. Don't even do it. Start <laughs> him up, eh? Sort, him. Of, sort of buddy tough I've got to work with. It's just ridiculous, you know? Do you, oh. do I get double his We don't I even get try. Phone calls? I bet you I do. I get double Yeah, phone calls. yeah. yeah. It'd be nothing to
0: do with well, me. I and like yoga, though.
4: Oh dear, we, are we are we going to talk about important important news of things that we've done in the last couple of days, or what? Yeah, <sighs> I've got some. I've got some. I right. got one. Go
5: right
0: so on then. Who's going first? Who's on first?
4: Scissors,
3: paper, rock. <laughs> 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 One, two, not three, right.
5: I, so, go. I, I, I mean, we're going to put McDonald's in the naughty corner. They're having paper lids on their coffee now. We're not going to McDonald's for coffee. Oh anymore. no! Oh, paper no. lids on a coffee. I know. It tastes like... Oh, it is disgusting. And, and we got one the other day. Amanda went in. we were we we're on a job. you want a coffee. Love one I was on the phone talking to Darren from the Casino Truck Show. Right. It takes them an hour, you know, so we love it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. um, if you come back with a, you know, a skinny, skinny cappuccino, which we love, you know, we're all we're trying to be good here. It doesn't taste any difference, Full cream or skinny. is what it is. And they had paper lids. Now, no. It was cardboard. You know, that horrible, ca- what, what, what you put the cups in, in a tray. That was yeah. the lid. It was disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I find
0: it amazing. You go near to McDonald's, you have to mm-hmm. have a cardboard straw which mm. you poke through the plastic lid mm. on the wax-covered cup. Mm. So, what, yeah, well, maybe, maybe this is the next stage, Yogi, that they're getting
5: or, the, the,
0: the cardboard we, we, lid.
3: We, we, we
5: were standing at Woolies the other day and, and there's no more pair off bags anymore.
0: No, we haven't right, had that over it. this side of the world for years.
5: Yeah, mm. no. And you, well, that you know, that big roller bag and you you pick 48 beans out, you put them oh, in that bag. Oh, There's even no they're gone. Yeah, even they're gone, right? So then you stand there looking down at the pre-packaged tomatoes, the pre-packaged <laughs> green apples, the pre-packaged this, the pre-packaged bananas, and I'm like, why can't I just pick my beans? Well, we're, we're making everything pre-packaged, but we're taking out the bag so you can re- roll out and pick up four bits of asparagus.
0: Because well, I'm price... the only one
5: that eats asparagus in my family. No one eats it. I well, don't like it.
0: The way the price of oil's going, they'd probably be better off with your paper bag anyway.
5: Mm. Yeah, right. Now. Is that justifying why we're paying stupid amounts for fuel at the moment? Well, I don't well,
0: know if it justifies it, but that's probably why.
4: I remember when we went from paper bags to plastic bags because we needed to save the trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, bring,
5: plant more trees, bring back, some, look, that's terrible. <laughs> bring back paper. Uh, yep, yep, yep,
3: yep. Flick,
5: flick it. anyway, let me rant. I'm sick of, I'm
4: sick of, of, I'm never going back to Macca's again for a coffee.
5: Still, I want one, I'll pay my own cup. I,
4: I I stopped down to Macca's when you had to go and use those, buddy, when they don't even want to serve you in person and take your money off, yeah? Yeah, I know. Screw on. The cat's twenty-two
5: with McDonald's and being on the road, and we were talking about fitness stuff and all that. It's a constant level of food. Mm. Yeah, you can pay money for other food, and it's not mm-hmm. what you think. But when you go to something like a fast food chain, it's a mm. constant level of food, which is unfortunate because. You know, you're constantly going to eat crap.
4: <laughs> I was just going to say it's a
5: constant level of crap. But, well, don't I don't like know. Yeah, it? yeah, and yeah. Well, so that that idea what Mitch was saying yeah. about overnight oats is, is a really good idea, and I love me porridge. Yeah. I, I think I, I just I like having porridge in the morning, but I, I might I might get into it and make a bit of a batch yeah. of overnight oats. And there's something in that 14 hours fasting. So when you eat at night, then don't eat three hours before you go to bed um and then yeah then 14 hours after that before you heat again there's something in that
0: mm. i used to do the oats mm. thing where collet used to make me up oats little plastic containers mm. that we yeah yeah threw in a bin yeah. i
5: How love about it that, eh? i love it always um, take some yogurt and something in there always got some kind of oats in the truck if i if you can only get a yogurt at the roadhouse you, you that in the morning with oats is probably better than a sausage genetic muffin mm.
0: And if you do uh-huh. get a sausage and egg McMuffin, because that's all it's around, throw away the bun and just, oh, yeah? just eat the the patty and the egg. Yeah,
5: you know, eat half the bun. That mm-hmm. cuts your yeah. calories down by half, doesn't it? You need yeah. a right. bloody uppercut. You need an apricot. Really. Uh, hey, you need to get on this. You, white... We're doing this for you, Mike. Yeah. Hey? We're doing it all for you. This. things we say, do oh, for yeah? you, Mike. Yeah. The white bread. We're get
0: the... rid of the white bread. Any Any nutritionist. Health kick person, anybody will tell you, get rid of white and bread. It is, it's the villain, the biggest villain in it all.
4: White bread.
5: Yep. And anything yep. purple, eat anything purple yep. and blue in it. Basically, green, better.
0: green leafy vegetables. If you can get a bit of bread apple. like from McDonald's and sit it in the My sun
3: gorgeous.
0: for ten days, and it doesn't start to get mould on it, mm. just think about what's in that to prevent that from happening.
4: I, I, mate, no, no, no look, oh, you win, all right, you win. Ooh. Okay. Right, cool. I get, I, I'm not going to argue. Are you recording like... this tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Cool. Right, oh, thanks wait, for that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. We, can, oh, we can play that as a voiceover. You win.
4: <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you about the quality of food and what's in it. And, I mean, I've oh. seen the experiments about, you know, McDonald's fries so that are still looking like McDonald's fries 12 months later. My bad, horrible. You know, yeah, so right, yeah. You know, and they're they're not they're not McFries, they're McChips, right? Ask Rodney, Rudy, he'll tell you they're McChips, McChips, uh, McChips. Um, there's a whole skit about that. I'm not going to do any of it, even though I know it by heart. I'm not going to do anything about that because it would be bad. We would be banned forever. Um, and I can't afford it. And, and Yogi's mum would come. She'd actually get in the car to drive to Sydney to slap me in the back of the head if I did that. Skip. Mm. <laughs> she would take the effort to do it. I'm sure.
3: <laughs>
4: the yeah, uh, no, and I've got no idea where I've going with that now. You know, I'm, I'm just lost.
0: <laughs> and that's called Alzheimer's.
4: It is. <laughs> so we're talking about we're talking about the quality of the food and all the rest of it. And yes, I agree. Look, Rose does make. My meals for me, and when I go away in the truck, I take the meals and do them in the microwave and all that sort of thing. But this, this idea of doing 15 minutes of exercise, when I can barely move for 15 minutes mm. when well, I'm on a 30 minute break. I just, I just, I just, I just go, I'm having a 30 minute break now. Go away, leave me alone.
5: Mm. Yeah, we'll and go not- for a walk. Walk away from your problems and then walk back to <laughs>
4: So when am I supposed to answer all my emails then? Well, you driving?
5: I, Yeah, hey, hey, like, hey, hey. Like, hey this like, is all about you, you. 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 There's, there's no I in walk. You've got to go and walk. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yep. I, okay. do. I, I do. I do. I walk away from my problems and I'm looking at my problem. Now, my phone. When I go yep. for a walk, the phone, when I'm loading, the phone phone's in the truck, which Craig tried before when I texted him saying, go solo, I'm loading. And he rings me a minute later, I'm an outloading. It mm. is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, i leave my phone in the truck. Time. Even when I go and – I did. I tried to mm. – even when I go and have dinner in a roadhouse, I'll leave my phone in the truck. I've just got to have a break from it. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, go for yeah. a 15-minute walk we, and then we, walk back to your phone.
3: Yeah.
0: We all have different times of the day when those things can't work. Like, I, if I'm actually away in a truck, Probably that time sitting in a roadhouse is the only time I get to be on the phone and, you know, do certain things. So,
3: take notes.
0: Mm. But you can walk away at other times.
4: Oh, yeah, you can. Mm. So. Anyway, let's see how we do. I'm very interested to see what Mitch has got down the track. It all looks as though to be really quite interesting. Been an interesting show with uh, with Karen and Mitch this evening.
3: Mm.
4: And, uh, you know, there there is a, a bit there to, to learn, I suppose. To yeah, right, on, we're wrapping
5: her up. We're mm. all there.
0: It is nine o'clock.
4: It, it is.
5: Time for dinner. Chicken mm. and veggies. <laughs> seven, o'clock, seven o'clock in the West. Mm. Seven o'clock, only for another week and then your poxy yeah. day like that. She's mm. in trouble, you
4: know. Eh? It's three hours. Poxy. Poxy. Dan hey. mm-hmm. yeah, Andrew's sorry. last day on the job today too, see you later Dan yeah, Isn't
5: that good Isn't that good, fantastic mm-hmm.
4: another Mr. 33% Yeah <laughs> And of course now we have the second female Premier of uh, of Victoria and she was so oh. stoked with that, it came with a certain amount of emotion, emotion she said on Channel 9 mm. I, uh, Yeah, the emotion is revulsion but anyway um, yeah. that's I, I, yeah. The go, the, go, the the names have changed in Victoria, but the game remains the same. If anyone thinks anything's changed in Victoria, nothing's changed. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Dan may be gone, Stam and Dan, but the game remains the same. Nine o'clock, let's go to the news. Let's not get too political or I'll get blown up. <laughs> Righto. Well, yeah,
0: well, thanks, everyone, for ben. listening tonight. We'll... Um We will catch you all on Saturday night where we will be broadcasting from Gatton, Lights on the Hill.
4: That'll be lovely. It will.
0: So good night, everybody. Thanks,
3: Mike.